Cutting through an overload of information to get to the heart of the story. This is The Point. China took further steps to ease its COVID restrictions by introducing 10 new guidelines on December the 7th. The new rules stipulate that uh, nucleic acid tests are no longer mandatory to, for example, enter malls or travel across cities. And those who test positive for COVID-19 with mild or no symptoms are allowed to quarantine at home. This expands on the 20 measures listed by the State Council only last month. How do we understand the new policies? Will China see a sudden surge in cases or even deaths? How should people overcome their fear of getting COVID-19? Today, I'm pleased to be joined in this special edition of The Point with Mi Lushin from Beijing by Professor Li Guangxi, member of China's State Council Joint Prevention and Control Mechanism and director of the pulmonary division at Guang'anmen Hospital of the China Academy of Chinese Medical Science. Professor Li, welcome to The Point. The biggest question a lot of people have right now is, will China see a huge surge in the number of cases and how soon will it be if that is the case? Yeah, you know, in my opinion, in my experience, so once the mild symptom, and you know, uh, for example, if we do not do the nuclear uh, IC test, then we cannot figure out who had a mild symptom or no symptom. Those patients will not be picked up from the, you know, the general population. So that will certainly cause a surge of the new infected patients. However, uh, like what you said, the death uh, rate will surge. I don't believe so. So you don't think there will be a big surge in cases? Case, you know, the big surge in case, that's for sure, but not in the death. Uh, Why surge. not? So, you know, uh, according to our experience, especially, uh, uh, you know, Chinese government already see the data, we will see less and less severe cases in the past three years. So we already accumulated the data and we already find some solution to deal with the you know, severe people and how to prevent the patients deteriorate. So all these measures will be taken in the next several months. What kind of methods you do you mean in treating COVID? For instance, uh, we understand that uh, according to an article published by the one of the most leading medical journals, Nature Medicine, it says that from May of 2020, which is after the severe, you know, the outbreak in Wuhan, to February 2022, earlier this year, only mm. two people died in China out of some 24,000. So how is this possible? How credible is this number? Yeah, because, you know, previously we, our policy is, you know, the once uh, it's very strict, you know, you know that, you know, so we, we want to do the zero COVID policy. Uh, we stick to that and then we will not cause so many people infected by COVID-19. So then we certainly can control the mortality, and then we have you know enough healthcare resource to take care of all the severe patients. So that's what we we have done in the past uh, two uh, two to three years. Uh, and at the same time, 
we are closely watching the how the, the mortality rate change, how the severity of the you know the COVID nineteen change. So, in my opinion, it's just like a ripple. I call that the ripple effect. Like when you you know you drop a stone into the water, and the, in the initial circle, it will be very strong. So that will you know push the quite a lot of you know vulnerable population to die. However, mm -hmm. in the last circle, so when it is you know change mutation, the, the virus continuously mutating. So and the, you know in the last session of the last circle, the the ripple will become very very light, and you know it will diminish in the water. Well, so some people that, are saying some people yeah. saying it is random that the, the, the virus will mutate this way or that. Uh, what is your understanding from a clinical point of view? Uh, is it still possible that with more Chinese being infected, the virus will have the environment to mutate and potentially become more lethal? Oh, so that's a very good question. So in the past you know, several thousand years, according to all the, you know, uh, in China, you know, medical history, uh, epidemic history, we what we have seen is, uh, you know, all the pandemic will become less and less severe. So that's how our population uh, survive in all the pandemics. Like what you said, you know, if the, the virus mutated randomly, that, you know, that we can hardly survive in the Earth. So that's, a, I think that's a possible mechanism of the virus, why they, the, the virus wants to survive. If they mutate it to another direction, it can cause more people die. And then we certainly know the severe uh, strain of the virus. Then we will isolate the population from the other population. So then the virus will, will stop to survive. How do you look at the, the some of the uh, observation thinking that China wasted quite some time or that China should have adopted uh you know the 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 new measures much earlier do you think um the past three years the efforts that China saved a lot of people I mean this is undeniable um but do you think you know it, it, time were wasted the efforts were not um necessary I I think in the past three years we have uh, gained very successful results, especially in the initial stage. You know, once the, the virus come to the world, you know, it was very severe. It can trigger the people's separate storm, could cause, you know, cure lung injury, and it will uh, make hospital, especially for the ICU beds occupied. Uh, you know, it happened in everywhere in the world. Uh, but I think at that time in China, we, our, our Chinese government you know, we did the very uh, successful measures. We controlled the uh, COVID-19 cases. We did the zero COVID policy. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the reason why we had very few people died. And now, once the, the virus become much, much, you know, not so severe, become, you know, very mild. And at this time, we want to ease our measures and we want you know reopen our country, uh, you know that we we will certainly have some surge of the new cases. However, the mortality rate, the severe type of COVID nineteen, will become much less than before. So we will still we will 
get very, very successful result. I, I believe so. We will not lose any life, any excess dies in the next of uh, the next couple of months. I think in some other journals in the uh, foreign countries, they, they said, you know, if China is a major uh, in this winter, we will, you know, maybe you know, one million people died from the COVID-19. But I don't Yeah, what so. is your take? Yeah, because uh, you know, they only think about, you know, our vaccination rate, you know, the antivirus, uh, you know, the, the medicine uh, efficacy. But however, they forgot one thing. We have Chinese medicine for many years, and we successfully using Chinese medicine to save, you know, quite a lot of people in the past several thousand years. So we accumulate a lot of experience on that. For the hospitals now, what is the challenge? Because a lot of people uh, may not be dying from uh, or may not be suffering from the uh, the infection or the virus, but they are uh, suffering from anxiety and hospitals may be overwhelmed because of that. What is happening to your hospital and uh, uh, how do you suggest to the general public what to do at this moment? Yeah, you know, like what you said, the people is they are anxious. It's not they are not catching any COVID nineteen, but they want to go to the hospital to buy a lot of cold medicine to buy mm -hmm. the fever reducer. So that's the reason we don't have any fever reducer right now in our hospital. So that's uh, you know very strange. You know, the people they are really really nervous about the you know the fever. However, in our hospital ward. We had quite a lot of vacancies. We we had much less patient occupied compared to the same time last year. So that's you know why is the, that? Why is that? Is it because um, people are are not allowed? Not so many people are allowed to enter the hospital because a lot of tests are not available, or a lot of people are testing positive, or is it because the number of the severe cases are just not that much? No, you know, I think there are two reasons. One reason is because, uh, you know, in the past uh, several years, we took a lot of measures and the people wear the mask and the infection, you know, disease is getting less and less. So then the elderly people was protected from the infection. Uh, so the, the exacerbation of their chronic conditions was not so severe like uh, the previous years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why, you know, like in our respiratory walls, we had, you know, we very rarely see, you know, acute exacerbation of COPD, acute exacerbation of IPF and pneumonia. These are all much less than uh, last several years. Uh, and another thing is uh, quite a lot of people, if they had a baseline condition exacerbation, they don't want to go to the hospital. They are afraid to get to catch COVID-19 in the hospital because the hospital is very dangerous, certainly. In the future, in the next few months, uh, most quite a lot of quite a large proportion of uh, you know, like uh, our residents will get uh, you know a positive COVID-19. Maybe not everyone have symptoms, but uh, some people will get fever, uh, you know, uh, and some, you know. Elderly people, some vulnerable patient may get a low grade of fever. So that's my opinion. So that may they may go to the hospital. 
if they uh, does the hospital have here. enough capacity yeah does the hospitals have enough capacity for that because the under the you know the numbers suggest that china's uh, icu beds is only four out of a uh, hundred thousand much lower than developed countries that is also the reason why people are fearing a possible surge of deaths because of covid yeah so you know uh, like I, I always mentioned in the past three years the you know the the death rate is going down with the uh, different mutations especially once this you know new mutation uh omicron so mm. the mortality rate and the severity rate is already very very low it's even lower than the seasonal influenza so the patients requiring icu beds requiring intensive care will not be as many as we cannot handle but the base number but the number of people who may get infected are larger yeah, are you, are you I not concerned about that i understand but you know like what you mentioned, the spread of the virus still needs some time. It doesn't mean that all the Chinese population, 1.4 billion people will get COVID-19 at the same time. So I don't think the number is correct. And I think, you know, all of Chinese physicians can handle that. We all enter this world with a universal greeting. <laughs> we then learn to speak. Though our languages, cultures, and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common. We have hope for humanity and the world. General Railway Company Hear the difference. Join our global network to connect with the world. 2,500 years ago, an old man rode on his buffalo and headed west of China. Before he vanished into the wild, he left behind a book of 5,000 words, which for the next two and a half millennia would have shaped the Chinese way of thinking. Subscribe to the sayings of Lao Tzu and find out why generals with wisdom yield after winning the ultimate battle and how staying behind just might help you get ahead of others. The Sayings of Lao Tzu is available on all major podcast platforms. Making room for all opinions and seeing events from more than one side. This is The Point. So how do you describe China's approach now? Um, it seems that China is still trying as best as it can to keep the infection long, uh, low and the process of uh, you know people getting infected long do you think do you see that as what is being tried being done now instead of trying to bring the number to absolute zero yes that's a very important issue right now we we are trying to ease the measures and then we are also uh watching carefully about the number infected and about the patients who need the intensive care so like what you mentioned, you know, a lot of patients will get fever and the fever cause people, they may think they have, you know, they may need the intensive care, but who will need the intensive care? This depends on the physician. So in my opinion, in our physician's opinion, only the patients induced 
by the COVID-19 get acute lung injury. So they may need the, you know, like, uh, you know, in the initial stage in 2020, in the January in Wuhan, quite a large of population, they had a desaturation of their, you know, blood. You, you understand? The, the, How do the people know that? So this is the difficult, this is the issue here, because right now people have no idea to what degree, to what uh, extent should they stay at home and when must they go to hospital? Uh, how can people find out by themselves? Yeah, that's uh, what, you know, the Chinese government is pushing uh, some uh, online guidance. And we also, uh, you know, I'm also writing quite a lot of papers, you know, in the public, you know, the uh, public uh, uh, medium uh, to advocate people uh, how they treat themselves uh, in at home. So not to go to the hospital uh, in case the healthcare resources are uh, occupied. So I think we, we also need some time to do that. So, but we already have all the measures to do. Mm. So uh, people are lying up. Yeah, people are lying up in front of pharmacies or buying up, you know, medicines, whether traditional Chinese or Western medicine that can help them cure fever or, or potentially COVID. Um, are they are they doing? You know, what else can they do? I mean, to find out exactly whether they need hospital care instead of just staying at home. Yeah, uh, I think you know quite a lot of people are afraid of fever, and they go to buy the fever reducer. Uh, whatever you know, Chinese medicine or Western medicine, they only want to reduce their fever once they are at home. Uh, you know, the fever really can make people uh, uncomfortable. But you know, in our data, we have seen most people can recover. Uh, at you know, after one or three days fever, they will recover automatically. You know, it's it's a self-limited disease. It's not a very severe. So the only thing is a patient who get desaturation. So that's the reason why we ask people to buy the, not buy the, you know, oxygen, uh, you know, generator. Uh, we want them to buy the uh, pulse oximeter. So to watch their, if they had some desaturation, especially for this uh, vulnerable population, in Chinese, yes, yes, pass oximeter. Okay. So that's a xuyang jian So, yeah, okay. uh, uh, you know, the people can watch their pass oximeter. If it's mm. lower than 95%, they certainly can call the hospital and they can go to the emergency room or fever clinic, or in the regular, even the regular uh, hospital ward. So, so mm. I, I think in the future, in, in our hospital, world we will not you know refuse any COVID-19 patients we'll take care of them you know but yours is a specialized hospital isn't it I mean no well, I'm a hospital you're no, a general hospital you have all we kinds of patients yeah we have all kinds of people uh, all kinds of patients you know uh, we are general you know the Chinese medicine hospital uh but we also use the western medicine we we okay. treat we take care of patients but are you not are you not afraid that people who have um, vulnerable conditions such as cancer, cancer, but because your hospital is also treating COVID uh, patients, that the virus can spread in the hospital? Are you not afraid of that? Yeah, no, no, we are not afraid of that. And we already see some of that. We see the cancer patients catch COVID-19, but they have less symptoms than the younger population. 
That's what okay. we have seen. So because right. there there are their immunization, you know, the capacity is lower, so they don't create too much, you know, fever and reaction, immune reaction. And we Finally, also have, yeah, yeah. we ahead. also have quite a lot of Chinese medicine to help the, the one, one of the population like uh, ginseng to boost their energy, to help them to, you know, to boost their immunization capacity. Yeah. Okay, finally, um, although it's going to take time for vaccination to work and for people to be fully vaccinated, but as as we discussed, discussed China is trying to uh, flatten the curve or keep, you know, the, the infection rate as slow as possible. So there is going to be a window of opportunity for people to develop um, immunity, either through vaccination or in, infection. Um, what do you say to that? Yeah, the flattener curve is our ideal, you know, thinking about that, you know. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the third will, will happen in the next one month. So this cannot be stopped by any measures. So since we already believe that, you know, the, the, you know, the mortality rate is becoming less and is very, very low, is even lower than the seasonal influenza. So we are very confident about the uh, anything happen, and we believe uh, that you know the COVID nineteen will not become big problem, but you know at the same time we want to watch seasonal influenza uh, and like RSV for the children, so that will be another big issue because uh, in the past three years, quite a lot of people they don't have even any flu, and no, they don't have any fever, so their immunity is becoming. Uh, less stronger, much less stronger than before. So then they may catch the seasonal influenza. They may catch any other virus like uh, some uh, some uh, bacteria infections. So we need to watch that at the same time. Do you, do you think there are any other things, important things you would like to highlight? Yeah, I think another very important thing is uh, regarding the uh, severe, severe type of uh, COVID-19. It, it's, you know, we need think, uh, we need uh, educate the population. The severe type of COVID-19 was not caused only by the virus itself. It doesn't mean the virus will kill, the, kill you. It's because virus trigger the cytokine storm by your immune function. Then the cytokine storm we will, you know, um, will give you a big, big harm. So that's the reason our historically, our Chinese medicine can help multi-target to stop the cytokine storm, especially for this vulnerable population. So that's the reason we are so confident we will not lose so many Chinese lives, especially those, you know, the vulnerable population. We will still have the best, best result uh, mm in the, you know, uh, in this anti, how we call that, anti-pandemic war. Okay, before people get severe, before the symptoms become too severe that they have to go and to be treated in hospital, what can be done at home with what we have, you know, that they don't have to go on the mountains and, and, and you know, uh, harvest uh, herbs? What um, simple, useful tools people can do? You mentioned ginger just now. What else can Gin be done? Uh, ginger, is, you know, can help you to reduce the fever for sure. Uh, but the ginseng, like what I, I mean, is the ginseng. Ginseng can also help the 
the you know the elderly population help the vulnerable population to boost their energy. Okay. And another any, ginseng, point, any type of ginseng? A Chinese ginseng. I don't think the Western ginseng. Yeah, Chinese okay. ginseng. That that's a, you know planted in Chiang Mai Mountain. So that that's the best ginseng in the world. And at the same time, you know, uh, we want people to keep the healthy lifestyle, to sleep early, to have enough sleep, and don't have cold. You know, if you have cold right now, then you probably cold. will, yeah, when you catch cold, you'll, you'll probably will have, you know, you know, some kind of fever, very high fever uh, after, you know, you'll get COVID-19. So that's what I, have, what I have seen in the past week. So the people get COVID-19 and at the same time, they catch cold, they catch cold and then they have positive result and they mm. have very high fever. Uh, some people are even saying alcohol, Drinking a, a a small amount of alcohol may help. Does that no, have no, any scientific? I, I don't think there is any scientific data to show that alcohol will help people to mm. you know against COVID nineteen. Don't do that. You know, alcohol <laughs> okay. is not so good for people's health. That was Professor Li Guangxi, member of China's State Council Joint Prevention and Control Mechanism and Director of the Pulmonary Division at Guang'anmen Hospital of the China Academy of Chinese Medical Science. And with that, we come to the end of this special edition of The Point with me, Lu Xin. As always, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter using the handle Lu Xin in Beijing. You've got the point. Welcome to My Stories of Chinese Characters, Season 2. I'm Uncle Han Zi. This season, we will travel to different destinations and experience the different sceneries throughout the year. This season, we will taste delicious foods. Delicious, how sure. Feel the delicacy of Chinese silk. Uh, some people say that this is the world's first computer because each one of these is an instruction and enjoy the local architectures. Yes, it's a big house, Chuanzhou's Wuzhu. We will feel a sense of camaraderie on the slow train. And feel the excitement of the snowfields. Yes! 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 I'm Uncle Han Zi. This season, we will take you to see a different China from the perspective of Chinese characters. Meet us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and other major podcast platforms, or on our website, radio.cgtn.com.